Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. Hey talkers, in this episode I am going to give a review of the 2006 documentary film called Why We Fight. Why We Fight. This is a film by Eugene Jarecki, if I'm not mistaken, and it was recommended to me recently by a friend who is a part of the Keep Talking Club, and I watched it, I rented it on YouTube and watched it. And before I enter into the review of this documentary film, I just want to say that this is a very controversial subject for me in my head. Un tema muy polémico para mí en mi cabeza. Because the documentary talks about, well, a lot about the United States war in Iraq, uh, a lot about the United States military-industrial complex, and gives a very negative opinion of it. Uh, this is a difficult topic for me to know where I stand on because I certainly agree with a lot of things that are said in the film. Um, I also, however, really have an incredible respect for military service people around the world. And I have a cousin who was kind of a distant cousin of mine. He was a second cousin who was a United States Navy SEAL. Uh, who died in Afghanistan in 2011. And he and all of the other servicemen who died on that day in 2011 are honored uh, always and always will be by our family, by everyone who knew him, and so many other people, uh, not only within the U.S., but around the world, I truly believe. And just to give, for people who are not familiar with what happened on that day, um, I'm going to put a link to the article in the show notes. But basically, on August 6, 2011, uh, insurgents, um, basically insurgents in, in Spanish, I'm not sure if insurgents, insurgentes, guerrilleros más o menos, insurgents shot down a Chinook transport helicopter in Afghanistan killing all 38 people on board, including 15 Navy SEALs from Team Six's Gold Squadron. And so, like I said, my cousin was one of those Navy SEALs, those servicemen who was killed that day. And um, it was obviously something that for his family, for our extended family, was something that everyone felt. I remember being at his funeral several weeks after that and there were hundreds and hundreds of people and it was really an incredible ceremony obviously an extremely sad thing at the same time and so i guess with that in mind um like i said this is a difficult subject because 
he and many other people before him and after him have sacrificed their lives in the name of in the name of freedom really and in standing up for american values which are incredible values the values of freedom liberty democracy etc etc and so it's difficult obviously as an american to watch a movie a documentary like this that talks about how uh, essentially it makes the point that all of these wars that America has fought have not really been for freedom, but have only been for serving the imperial interests of the political elite, etc., etc. Uh, I'm sure that many of you have heard this type of, uh, anyone who follows these events has heard these arguments before, but I decided, and I of course had as well, but I decided to watch this, um, this documentary, even though it is about 15 years old, just because um, my friend recommended it to me and I wanted to uh, gain some more perspective on it. And it's also fairly relevant right now, which I'll, um, you know, explain as I, well, as I go through and review the documentary, but I just kind of wanted to introduce the documentary with that um, and say that I have an incredible respect for all military service members, not necessarily so much for all politicians, definitely, and for all national leaders, but definitely do for all military servicemen. And in fact, I actually really find a lot of value in leading a military lifestyle. Uh, I'm someone that likes to wake up early, do fairly intense exercise every day. Uh, I'm a very regimented, routine person, and I actually gain a lot of wisdom, let's call it, from following people who have been in the military, you know, following people like Jocko Willink, for example, on, on Instagram, who is a retired U.S. Navy SEAL and is now kind of an influencer and is big on the military lifestyle because I really do truly believe that a military lifestyle where you live a very disciplined lifestyle can can work and be very helpful for people no matter what you do with your life. And interestingly enough, I actually find a lot of similarities between the lifestyle of military servicemen and of monks and nuns for example, but that's a whole other topic for another day. So um, to summarize this documentary, well, let me kind of paraphrase what the YouTube summary says here. So it says, why we fight is an, uh, is an unflinching look at the anatomy of American war making, a nonpartisan inquiry into the forces, political, economic, and ideological that drive America to fight. Inspired by President Dwight Eisenhower's 1961 farewell address in which he warned Americans about the dangers of the quote-unquote military-industrial complex, the documentary tells unforgettable stories of everyday Americans touched by war with a commentary by a quote-unquote who's who of military and Washington insiders featuring John McCain, Gore Vidal, Richard Pearl, and others, Why We Fight explores a half-century of U.S. foreign policy from World War II to the Iraq War, revealing how, as Eisenhower warned, political and corporate interests have become alarmingly entangled in the business of war. On a deeper level, what emerges is a portrait of a nation in transition, drifting dangerously far from her founding principles toward a more imperial and uncertain future. Okay, 
So like I said, this film was made in 2005, four years after 9-11, after the attacks on the World Trade Center by Al-Qaeda, and two years after the U.S. went to war in Iraq, which was, as many of you know, said to be about Saddam Hussein and his nuclear weapons, of which none were found, as far as we know, and also sort of as revenge for 9-11 because Iraq was said to be supporting Al-Qaeda and other terrorist groups. Now, um, a lot has happened in Iraq since this film was made 15 or 16 years ago. We've seen the rise of ISIS or the Islamic State, which is certainly related to all this. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of the details about you know, Al-Qaeda versus the Islamic State, etc., etc., and how it relates to the U.S. invasion of Iraq. We've also heard recent news about the Taliban, the Taliban taking over in Afghanistan, and about uh, U.S. troops withdrawing after 20 years of war there. This is very recent news in August of 2021 as I'm recording this podcast. Um, like I said, not going to go into all of the details on that. I may make another podcast soon uh, talking about the um, what's going on in Afghanistan because it is something of interest to me. But for now, just talking about this this film, there of course will be a lot of different opinions on who or what is to blame for all of these things happening, all of the things that happened immediately following 9-11, uh, all of the things that happened you know, in the Iraq war, in the Afghan war, and, you know, the rise of ISIS and things like that, everyone is going to have their opinion on who or what is to blame. And I am not going to say that I know anything with certainty. I really just, I don't know. It's a very complicated world. It's rarely black and white. There are always multiple sides to every story. And this documentary, the main premise of it, La Idea Principal, was that it talked about how politicians and even the news in the United States manipulates Americans into believing that our country needs to go to war to free people around the world, right? And to stand up for democracy. But in reality, the interests of those, the politicians and the people who are pushing for us to go to war are really things like imperialism, things like oil, simply wanting, going after oil, uh, and also giving American companies more money because one of the things this film focuses on was all of the mili military contractor companies, uh, los contratistas militares, that sell their products, etc., etc., to the United States military and make a lot of money anytime there is a conflict. And the documentary also tells the story of a man who was a Vietnam vet, un veterano de la guerra in, in Vietnam in los años 60, 70. A Vietnam vet and a retired NYPD officer in the Departamento de Policía de Nueva York, whose son was in one of the towers and was killed on 9-11. And this man essentially wanted revenge for that and that's why he supported the war really the wars at the beginning and he was even able to work out a deal with the government where his son's name was going to be put on a piece of military aircraft and then later in the film he talks about how he realized that the aircraft like many u.s 
aircrafts, um, in a way, ended up being used as a, a bomb. And he says that he feels that the U.S. government manipulated his anger and his his need for revenge, um, sort of to avenge the loss, the death of his son, and that it was a mistake to have his son's name on it because he realized that a lot of times, I can't remember if these were his words exactly, but he essentially realized that the purposes of the war or the actual reasons for the war were not what he had believed them to be and that he had essentially been lied to by the government and even the president of the United States in his words. There's the case was made throughout the film um, that, you know, they were interviewing some Iraqis who said that that airstrikes essentially are killing 90 percent or more civilians and not actual terrorists, etc., etc. And this is something that all of us have heard about, uh, undoubtedly, here in the U.S. and even in other parts of the world, I'm sure. And it's something that, once again, like I said, there are multiple sides to every story. And, of course, the film also talked about all of the things that the U.S. government has done since about the 1950s, all of the countries it has invaded, all of the countries it has intervened in, the stunning way that even after pro-American sentiment uh, post 9-11, I'll explain that in Spanish because it's a little bit strangely worded, o sea, la manera increíble, después de todos los sentimientos pro-americanos, después de lo que pasó en los eventos horribles del 11 de septiembre, within the two or three or four years that followed, the U.S. had lost almost all sympathy from the world and had once again begun to look like the bad guy in many people's eyes because of the invasion of Iraq and because of the, um, the death of innocent civilians in the war. And like I said, it's, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I will say that I, I liked this movie. I thought it was a good documentary overall because even though it was biased towards the idea that the U.S. military strategy is all about imperialism and not really about freeing people in dictatorships, I thought that it was a pretty fair assessment of things. I thought that they also explained things from the other side. Um, they, you know, they, they had some interviews with some military members of the military. Um, the point is, is that it, I think it portrayed the idea that there are two sides or more than two sides to every story. Because, you know, in the U.S. here now, one of the other things that it mentioned is that people in the U.S. no longer really trust their government. And one thing that I will say about that is that in the U.S. now... Some people will still swear by the fact that we have to fight for freedom, that we need a strong military, and that we need to intervene in other countries to stand up for democracy and freedom. And other people will say that it is just U.S. imperialism or that we're just serving the interests of the political elite, etc., etc. And like most things in life, the truth probably is not so black and white. It's probably somewhere in the middle. I don't really know. I, like I said, I don't know the truths, and I probably never will, right? And in this film, they, when they interviewed a couple of the military members, they, you know, they talked about what it was like to be part of the, the operation that captured Saddam Hussein, and 
They said essentially what almost all military members will tell you, that they were following orders, they were doing what they were supposed to do, and that they were helping free a people from a dictator. They were helping create freedom in a part of the world that had never seen freedom. And that's an honorable thing to do. And the difficult thing is, there are so many people who will disagree with that. There are so many people around the world who said it had nothing to do with freeing the Iraqi people. And that's where it's really, really hard. There are so many people who have given their lives, who have died in these conflicts. Military members, civilians, and I have no way of determining what the best way to help bring freedom around the world is in the future. I have no idea what all of the truths are and all of the realities are. But I guess what I think we should do to end this episode is just take a few seconds of silence to honor those who have lost their lives in all of this fighting, conflict, and war. All right, talkers. Thank you. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and